Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? We're doing strictly a voicemail and call-in show today. Raj in the building. Go follow my boy Raj on his YouTube channel. He's blowing up already. Raj, call in if you want. We're hitting the voicemails and the phone calls. Let's do it live. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the show. Down 602 NFL. And we're going to be discussing whatever you want in the voicemails and the phone calls. And we'll be, we'll be probably consuming the whole entire show with just that information. Let me get all this other stuff off the screen that was there before. While we wait for our first phone call, we'll take uh, we'll take Terry Roberts' voice message. That was short. Smitty, what's your outlook on Chase Edmonds this year? Bands at such a crowded backfield in Miami. Uh, I'm not I'm not buying Chase Edmonds at all. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Smitty, it's John. How you doing? What's up, Johnny boy? Good, good, good. So uh, I was doing some research. Well, first off, well, you got any advice for someone to start a fantasy channel? Grind. Well, started one. Right. Just grind, yeah. bro. Hey, there, there is no advice. There's no shortcuts. There's no. You want abs? You got to do sit-ups. You want, you want muscles and you want to be fast. You got to, you got to run and, and lift weights. There's no shortcut. No pill. Um, not saying you're suggesting there yeah. is, but like most people are like, how do I get, you just got to do it. You got to find out what you have, go do it, do it. And then you can assess what you, what direction you need to go. What kind of fan, what other fantasy question okay. you got for me today? All right. Um, so, uh, what do you think of the green Bay receivers? I was doing a little deep dive in them and I got some stats if you want to hear them. I, I mean, on, I, uh, I, I love on, on some of the green Bay receivers. I love, I love dubs. I think dubs is something special. I think he's going to be a problem for defenses. Mm-hmm. I think um, whatever way you want to spin this, Aaron Rodgers has to do. He has to do a quick makeover and, and mature one of these guys along. Uh, Lazard's in a good spot, yeah. but I don't know that Lazard has any more talent than like a Dubs does. Um, I know Watson was drafted to be the guy, but let's be honest, Dubs looks really, really dominant. He reminds me of Pickens in, in that Pickens yeah. looks like a veteran. Pickens comes out looks like a veteran. Yeah out the gate and that's how dubs looks dubs looks like a veteran and yeah. I, I think that you know when it comes to trying to pinpoint which one of these wide receivers is going to be Aaron Rodgers' favorite target it comes down to talent because yeah. Rodgers will do the rest he he knows how to develop and yeah. turn players into monsters he's done it his whole career usually he takes a lot slower process with it when it comes to a rookie wide receivers but he's on a short He's got a short window of time. Rodgers may play one more year. We don't even know. He could play two, but he doesn't yeah. have an Adams in his wide receiver room. Doesn't have a Jordy Nelson. Doesn't have one yeah. of those guys in there. So it is going to be fast track season with these wide receivers. And I feel like Dubs is probably going to be the gem. I, I, I If I had to guess. Yeah. Well, it's... Well, my strategy is... But one thing, Aaron Rodgers, since he's been in the league, he's never not had a wide receiver one on his team. 
And then the lowest target percentage uh, the wide receiver one on the uh, Packers had was 21%. Okay. And then that, that Watson guy, he had knee surgery, and I don't, I don't think he's tra- playing training camp. And I was looking at that Dove senior season. He had 80 receptions, 1,100 yards, 11 touchdowns. Ran 15 routes in the first game of preseason. Had three receptions for 45 yards. And one was a 30-yard touchdown. And then I'm getting these weird Jamar Chase vibes from Dubs because I'm hearing he's dropping preseason passes and they're saying the same thing about Jamar Chase. And I told myself before the – the first thing I told myself in the beginning of fantasy season, I'm like, whoever is dropping passes in preseason, that's who I'm taking this year. Because <laughs> I'm not letting that – because I, I had Jamar Chase on my board and then I, I hear that preseason stuff and I took him off my board. Yeah, I, and I yeah. think someone's going to be the wide receiver one well, for Green Bay. So you, my strategy is I've been taking uh, both of them. You probably weren't you know, you watching take me in the eighth round. You probably weren't watching and, me and at that point, bro. 11th. If you took Chase off your board, because you know I was telling everybody, yeah. what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Listening to this garbage? Oh, Jamar Chase having trouble catching the football. Like this, it was the most. It was the dumbest yeah. uh, reporting I've ever seen in my I'm life. I'm getting. I'm getting. I'm getting Dobbs and uh, I'm getting Chase vibes from Dobbs, and every year Aaron Rodgers had a receiver, a wide receiver one, and uh, he's never not had a wide receiver. And then there's 40 percent of his targets are gone last year. Dobbs uh, is a dub. Devonte Adams is gone, and MVS. That's 40 percent of targets that need to go somewhere. Dubs so, is a my dub. My goal is because uh, of the ADP. Uh, the ADP Lazard is ninth round, and Dubs is going undrafted. But I know that's not going to happen in, in good leagues. So I'm going to go Lazard in the eighth round and then Dubs in the 11th. And then if, if Dubs sucks in week five or six, I'll just dump them and get someone in free agency. Yeah. I mean, have, every year you have five, six players that you're dumping. So I'm trying to hit home runs with that after the, you know, eighth, right, ninth round. I'm hey, I, I got to move it along. I appreciate it. Great topic. Dubs to the moon. Uh, I'm going to hit him. I'm going to hit a moonshot for Dubs for you right now. To potential moon. potential moonshot right. for him. Appreciate you, my man. Nice talking to you, Smith. Yeah, you too. Call back anytime. All right. Next caller, dial in. And Terry, to answer your question about Edmonds, I'm just not touching that backfield. Honestly, the most talented running back in the in the Miami Dolphin running back room is Gaskin, and they don't even like him. I don't even know if he's – he might not even be on the team as of this moment. Who knows? Gaskin's the most talented guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all right, here. Uh, Terry's next one. And – as we all know, it's getting closer and closer to the time where Kamara is probably not going to face any penalties until 2023. That being the case, that's uh, not the case, though, Terry. That's not the case, though, necessarily. You're you're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? Let's go. Let's go, Pat. And I'm here with. Uh, <laughs> I love the energy. The fantasy football dog pound, and I have a question for you regarding. Your thoughts on Gabe Davis being drafted as a top 24 wide receiver this year? You mean Gabe Davis is a good wide receiver? He, Gabe Davis is a good wide receiver. Top 24 isn't crazy at all. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What can I do for you? Hey, it looks like we had a drop call, but I'm back. I was just wondering your thoughts on Gabe Davis Gabe, going as a top 24 wide receiver. Gabe Davis is a good wide receiver. I mean, he can most certainly be a potential high-end wide receiver three that could play in the wide receiver two 
category. But, you know, I like Shakir a lot too. I think he could he could make some noise. So uh, uh, I think it could be any one of those guys. But I do love Gabe Davis. He had kind of a strong finish. I don't know that Gabe Davis is is a lock to do what he did last year on a on a long you know extrapolated season. So we'll see, we'll see. But good question. Okay. I I have a yeah, I I have a, a quick take. I think you can get similar value with an MVS, or if you even want to stretch further down the down the pack, an Alex an Alec Pierce. Um, MVS he. Not the not the best. We didn't see him really do a lot with the MVP QB, but it's not as high as a price point. It's a very similar player. It's boom or bust. I mean, MVS is decent, but we just there's there's such a cloudy it's such a cloudy feel with those wide receivers in KC. I feel like if anybody's drafting one of those guys, I mean, Juju is going to be the only guy that could potentially be a wide receiver three out the gate. Um, in my opinion, MVS could prove me wrong. But but I think that the long term guy is Sky Moore. Like end of season, early on it's Juju. But for me, I'm not going to be caught dead starting one of those guys as even my wide receiver three. I'm going to have Amon Ross St. Brown in my wide receiver three spot. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, who who's gonna who's gonna be starting Juju or or Sky Moore, MVS, or wide receiver three? That's not me. No, I, I agree. I'm thinking I'm more in the best ball mentality right now. I have my drafts coming up. I'll have to switch gears to get back into the redraft mood. Yeah. But uh, I wish you the best of luck and fancy football dog pound. Thank you. Later. Appreciate you. I don't know what you're trying to what you're, what you're trying to plug. You're not plugging Shiot up in this mug, bro. Dog dog pound. What's what's this dog pound, bro? <laughs> That's, that's how you. That's how you never call it again. You start trying to do some kind of strange, uh, uh, strange plug. No one knows who the hell, what the hell you're even talking about. But I appreciate your call anyway. <laughs> Son, uh, Amar Ross St. Brown to the moon. Let's go. Let's go. Amon Ra, baby. Amon Ra. You're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? Smitty, this is Aiden again. What's going on, man? Aiden, what's up? I'm good. Listen, so I was doing an ESPN mock draft. I'm, I was in round five, and I'm looking at the board here. Who do you like most out of these couple players? Kyle Pitts, Ezekiel Elliott, DK Metcalf, ETN, or Amon St. Brown? ETN, then Kyle Pitts, baby. ETN and then Kyle Pitts? Yeah. Etienne and Kyle Pitts. Okay. Are you so are you avoiding Ezekiel Elliott this year? Um, am I avoiding him? Yeah, that value. You're talking about Kyle Pitts. You're talking about Etienne. You're talking about St. Brown's a little bit later down down the way. Um, yeah. Okay. So Zeke not even in the fifth round. You're just not even considering it at all. No, no. Zeke Zeke to me is a fourth rounder, fifth rounder. St. Brown's a sixth rounder. You got guys all over the map here. Like these guys aren't even in the same same ADP area. You know, you got you got Zeke Elliott as a he goes in the second and third, but he shouldn't. He's a fourth rounder to me. St. Brown's a sixth rounder. Etn's a third, fourth rounder. Kyle Pitts is a fourth rounder. So you got to kind of prioritize the right way, or you're going to be taking guys way out of turn. Um, Etn right. is probably the best guy that you've mentioned. Uh, the guy I'd take the highest, Kyle Pitts, would be like a fourth rounder, home run fourth rounder. Um, St. Brown's a home run sixth, seventh round pick. Zeke Elliott's a guy I avoid pretty much at all costs. Uh, but they're they're completely oh. spread out, so make sure you use an ADP to your advantage. 
So do you like Kyle Pitts better than Kittle? Um, you know, I could go back and forth, but yeah, I mean, I, I like Kyle Pitts more. He had the best rookie season for a tight end in the history of the NFL. I mean, like what more can you ask for? Ritter's looking pretty good. Um, so I don't know, bro. I mean, I, I'm taking Kyle Pitts if that's me. I mean, he, the yardage and, and receptions will be there. The touchdown production will be, be dependent on the quarterback play. And and you could say right. Kittle is the best tight end in football, whatever, blah blah blah. But when they they make him block all the time, what you know, what are you going to do? You don't really know what's in store for him. Offensive line woes. Uh, you know, I don't know. I I just think uh, yes. I th- I think it's 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 there. There's just as much risk with Kittle getting fully unlocked and Pitts getting his touchdowns. But if Ritter is the real deal, and he doesn't have to be an elite quarterback. He just has to be a good quarterback, surprisingly good quarterback. Then, and the touchdown production is there. Boom, boom. Yeah, I had Kittle on my team last year, and he he was kind of frustrating when he was blocking a lot. Yeah. Would you almost rather wait and take like a Dalton Schultz or somebody? Well, of course. I mean, Dalton Schultz could be the number. T- Dalton Schultz could outscore both of them. And if you're getting him in the sixth and seventh round, like it's a home run. Right. Yeah, and Dawson Knox so is good could- later, but. So yeah, yeah. You, you, I mean, if you consider cost of entry, I'm drafting Kittle in the fifth round all day when I see him. I like it; it's good value. I'm drafting Kyle Pitts at the end of four, top of five all day when I see it. But if Dalton Schultz is there at the end of six or spe- specifically in seven, absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. So there, are, there are good values there across the board. Kittle home run fifth, Pitts home run fifth, but even late fourth. Dalton Schultz, you know, even more of a home run in seven. Pretty pretty equivalent sixth round pick as Kittle would be fifth round pick. It's all pretty relative, right? Definitely. So, what's uh, like a realistic expectation for ETN? Do you think he's just going to get going right out of the gate? Um, I I do, I do. I think um, I think ETN is the most valuable asset on the entire Jaguars roster. I think ETN is the weapon. He's the Debo Samuel, but in running back form that's going to do what Debo did as a wide receiver, as a running back, you'll see the opposite, the inverse of Debo. That is ETN. ETN is the, the replica of Alvin or of, of, of Austin Eckler pre running back Austin Eckler. When Austin Eckler was a receiver more than he was a running back before he transitioned to a between the tackle running back, Austin Eckler was a 500 yard rusher. So the, right. all these these ridiculous James Robinson fears are are absolutely casuals talk about James Robinson. Only a casual is going to talk about James Robinson being a threat to ETN. Why? Because ETN doesn't isn't going to run for a thousand yards. He's going to run for like seven hundred, eight hundred, nine hundred yards. He could run for a thousand, but it's not going to be a fourteen hundred yard season on the ground. The Jaguars are going to run way more than ETN is going to run the football. So there needs to be another running back. Yes, one that will even run on first and second down if ETN's on the field out wide as a wide receiver. ETN is the best receiving uh, option on the team. I like Christian Kirk enough, but he's not an elite wide receiver one for an NFL team. He's more of a wide receiver two. ETN's the best wide receiver on the team. I love him. He definitely kind of gives me that Kamara and Ingram vibes from uh Kamara's rookie year a little bit yeah don't don't worry about don't worry about James James Robinson's a non-fat I'm zero percent negative percent worried about J-Rob torn Achilles tendon 
bro, bro, yeah. my grand my grandma can go out there on the field and I'll I'll, I'll perform J Rob. Like it's not that J Rob d- won't do well enough because the volume's there, but J Rob literally is going to have half the explosion that he had in the past. There's there's no way around it. You don't have explosion coming off an Achilles tendon. It takes you not one year, years to get back your explosion. And guess what? The running back position doesn't wait for you. It's a tough business. Right. Running backs don't have an open window to the starting job, just sitting there waiting for them when they get hurt. You tear your Achilles tendon, you're done for years. Akers came back, looked awful. Akers is walking into his first season coming back from his ACL tear. Not his second, his first season. This is year one. I don't care what he tried to do in year zero. Dude comes in and, and, and tries to come back six months recovered. Dumb move, reckless move. Who knows what kind of damage he caused? Who knows what kind of full growth, full rehabilitation, per- like if you could say, okay, you could be 100% recovered. Who knows if he can ever even get to 100% now because he went out there and ran on it early. That was stupid. That was done by the team. It was done by Akers. And Akers has a real shot at never getting his full potential explosion back because he came out six months after recovery and ran out there. You get you tear your ACL. You tear your ACL. And, and they put a new ACL in there. They cut a window out of your patellar tendon. They take that cut window piece that looks like a you know like a string they put it in your your joint here they drill a hole the top and the bottom they screw screws in to keep that ACL tight it's it's actually a patellar tendon and it dies and turns into a ligament and then once it turns into a ligament because it's dead and it gets you know from more firm it takes time to heal in there you could go out there and run with the torn ACL like a recovered ACL a month after the surgery, if you wanted to. And everybody would go, oh my God, he's out there. He's out there running. He looks so good. He's just, I'm so proud of him coming back early. But yet, if you were doing that, you're damaging that healing process and the ACL is just sliding out of the, the hole you you drilled and screwed the ACL into. So when, when you repair an, an Achilles tendon and... And you go out there and you run on it, you're 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 limiting your ability to get 100 percent healthy and to, and to get better. So it's absolutely yeah. crazy. So, I mean, obviously we're talking about two really different injuries, but there's, I mean, and we're also talking about the fifth round, so there's nowhere near as much risk uh, with the fifth round pick. But is there really any injury concern with ETN again? Uh, uh, Swaggy's in timeout. Just for, 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 for just continuing to be negative. So, Swaggy, you're in timeout. Keep pushing it, Swaggy. See what happens. You love the show, keep pushing it. What's comical is Swaggy's always negative. You can be against me. You can have different opinions. We have different opinions in the chat all the time, but what we're, we're not putting up with in the chat is somebody continuing to try and drag the pace of the showdown, continuing to try and drag the feel and vibe of the showdown, we're not having it. I don't care how long you've been here. I don't care what you super chat. I don't care what you do. You'll be put in timeout. And you'll be put in a position to where if this show is important to you, you'll become more of a positive person in the in the chat. It's not about disagreeing. It's about how you do it. It's about how you're trying to drag the show down constantly. Whatever is being said on screen 
If I'm out here talking and I've got Swaggy continuously saying things like, comical Smitty's talking like this. Oh, Smitty this. Hey, Smitty, stop. Blah, blah, blah. It's different to disagree, Swaggy. Okay, so this is your warning shot. You can either take it with grace. You can become a positive person, even if you disagree, or you don't have to be here. It's that simple. Because I'm not going to sit here the entire time and see negative comments all the time. Every time I come to work, Swaggy, you're sitting there at my place of employment being Mr. Drag Down Negative in the chat. It's not going to happen anymore. So it's up to you. The, the ball's in your court. The next move is yours. All right. I apologize. But go ahead. What were you saying? No, it's all good. Uh I mean, obviously, we're talking about two very different injuries, and we're also talking about the fifth round, not the third or the fourth round. You're talking about, like, your flex spot. Talk about Akers? Uh, I'm, I'm talking about ETN, too. Oh, oh ETN. I was, yeah, I was going to jump on him in the fifth round. Uh, but you were talking about, you know, J-Rob, and obviously that's an Achilles tear. Is there very much a uh, chance of, like, a re-injury? Are you concerned about injury with ETN at all? No, I mean, ETN's looking sharp, bro. He's out there cutting. He's out there just looking like a monster, you know? And he's rehabbing it early to prevent it from from getting any sort of pain to, you know, reoccur. So ETN's out there not only proving, like, you know, some players will say, hey, you know, I'm 100% whatever. And then you're like, okay, I don't don't really believe you. But ETN's out there looking like a monster. Cutting drills, videos, uh, we've got all the evidence we need visually that he can cut. He has no problems whatsoever. The only concern I have would be that his foot would get sore and it would start to come back into play the injury. I don't think that's a, pro- a problem. Plus, he's saying he's going to rehab it all year long as a preemptive measure. I love that. I love his approach to it. So to answer your question, you're saying fourth and fifth round for ETN? Bro, he's a, he's a mid, middle of the third round pick. You know, I'm not, I'm not yeah. concerned yet. Yeah, he's, he's a guy I would take in round three. Now, if you can get away with getting him in round four, you're going to hit a home run. That's like walk to the bank type material. That's win a league material. ETN in round four, you're hitting the home run out of the park and over the, the lake where, where, where Terry and silver are driving those boats around trying to pick up all the home run balls. You're knocking it out over the, that whole lake. If you get him in the fourth round, same thing with Brees Hall. But if you have to take, if you have to take Brees Hall and ETN in round three, let's say 3.6, 3.5, then you're still hitting the home run out of the park. It's just the difference is Terry or Silver are going to get their grips on it with those boats, you know, driving around, picking it up. It's not as big of a home run, but it's still out of the park home run. It's not like a lower deck home run. ETN and Hall can can hit it out of the park in the third, third and a half. You know what I'm saying? I got you, man. Yeah, basically, you're saying fifth round is like no-brainer. Like oh. Some miracle even falls up. Yeah, or, bro, if you, get, you get ET in the fifth round, like, you know, you're, you, my grandma's in your league, and she's not even on this planet anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, no, definitely, man. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm definitely going to look at, uh, at drafting ETN a lot more, man. You got me sold on it. Yeah, I mean, there, anybody should be sold on him. I love that. All right, bro. Yeah. Appreciate you. I mean, I... Yeah, call in it. Call in any time. Oh, no. Cut out there, Aiden. I don't know what happened there. All right. Uh, next next uh, message. Again, uh, Terry, not not uh, not buying into those 
face any penalties and face any What is this question from Terry? And as we all know, it's getting closer and closer to the time where Kamara is probably not going to face any penalties until 2023. So that being the case. That, okay, what I was saying earlier is Kamara, that is not the case. That could be the case. But I've had I've had two attorneys on to talk about this. Kamara is not out of the woods. Everybody wants to assume he is out of the woods. He could be. I'm not saying he's for sure getting suspended or it'd be more so the commissioner exemplus paid. That's not happening early on according to the reports, right? So he's going to walk into 2022 starting games and that's going to cause people to take him with no package and risk at all. Like people are going to take this guy literally at at uh, 2.2. 2.1, 1.10. And I think that package is in no risk at all. That's assuming he doesn't ever miss any time. Now, in a nutshell, without going into too much detail, because I've already got a whole show on this, a 45-minute show on this. So if you haven't seen it, I, I urge you to go watch it. 120 of you in here, um, only 60 thumbs up. Punch that thumb up button if you could. I'm going to tell you right now, Camara, absolutely, Camara, absolutely could be looking at if that video leaks which there's a high likelihood of it leaking, this component alone could take him off the field. He'll be done. If that video, the full video leaks, he's done. And I've got it on good authority from somebody that I trust very much in the industry, in the surveillance industry, that says that he has contacts that have actually seen the video. Okay, your boy Smitty doesn't throw out this kind of stuff all the time. But a buddy I trust has a has, has people he's spoken to so a source of a source of a source <laughs> that says you've seen the video and it's really bad. Like and we already know it's bad. We it's been described to us, but it's not like oh we're, we're gonna find out this video is not as bad as we thought. It's bad. It's bad. And Kamara and his buddies kicked this guy into the into the ground unconscious, and then while he was down, they continued to beat him while he was unconscious, reportedly unconscious. If that video leaks, he's done. At least for twenty twenty two, he's done. So, I think to assume he's not that video won't leak is is a is a risk right there. Number two, if the trial here's where people I think are confused. If the trial has been moved sixty days, and the trial can't even begin before the season ends, that's where people like Schefter and other people are confused, and they're confused. I'm sorry, but they are. Just because a trial can't conclude before the season ends doesn't mean that the NFL won't take action. They won't discipline necessarily unless the video gets released. They won't discipline until the trial is over potentially. Potentially. But if that video gets released, he's done there. The NFL is going to take action. And if a trial starts, they're not going to want this trial. They don't want Kamara going to court in the in the weekdays and hitting the field on the weekends. The the PR is going to be awful. The solution is paid leave. We're not judging Kamara yet. We're going to let it play out in the courts. But it's best if he goes and takes care of this. And when it's done and he's innocent. You know if that's the case he comes back. Boom. Um, Smitty have you seen Claypool kick that guy in the face? No punishment says Kenny. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll look into that. Is that something new you're talking about? 
are you talking about an old an old situation? I'll look for some news on that. But anyway, Kamara, to, to answer your question, Terry, it's not a lock. But let's hear the rest of your question. Uh, if Kamara doesn't face any penalties, Kamara or Javante? Um, Javante, Javon, Like, here's the thing: if Cam- if we knew for a fact Kamara wasn't being suspended, Javante is my two point has been my two point one lock the entire offseason during this turmoil when everyone's Hello? scared. Yeah, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What's going on? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, first time caller, just watching your show today. What's up, man? Right, who, 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 what's your I'm name? What's your name? My starting lineup. What's your name, pal? Um, my bad. Sure. Uh, it's Princeton or Prince from Philly. Prince, what's up, my man? Sure, man. Uh, some good information you're giving on um, Travis Etienne. I have him on one of my other uh, leagues. But I'm going to show you. I was going to call in to give you my starting lineup. And then I wanted to see if you what if you think that I should trade for a more elite receiver. Okay. Right. All right. So I've got Jalen Hurts, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Javante Williams, Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton, Dallas Goddard, Aaron Jones. Man. And on my bench, I got Bateman, uh, Dylan, AJ Dylan. Melvin Gordon, Alan Lazard, then I got Damian Pierce, uh, Brian Robinson, and Isaiah McKenzie. Nice, nice. So, what what's your question? Yep. Then you want to know if you should make any moves? Yeah, I was trying to get um, C.D. Lamb because I know he's going to have a big year, and Mike Williams and Cortland Sutton—they're not going to be a hundred reception receivers, I don't think. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you want to? So you, you I was trade... trying to trade. My bad. No, go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. Um, there's a little bit of a delay. Yeah, there's My a little mistake. bit. I was trying to, I was trying to trade Mike Williams and Alan Lazard for him, but he didn't take that. <laughs> so, for for which player? For uh, CD Lamb. CD Lamb. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not gonna get. I mean, you're not gonna get CD Lamb cheap, man. He's a he's a top fourteen overall player. Like. You may have worked these guys over yeah. in the in the draft, but like trading mm-hmm. after the fact, people are going to be scared. Most people that don't know how to draft don't know how to trade, and while that can sometimes gotcha. lead to a, a you know an imbalanced trade where you take them to the to the cleaners, most people that don't know how to draft <laughs> are going to be scared to make trades, especially if you come a knocking. They're like, "What does he know that I don't know?" Oh my god, I'm not going to trade. I'm going to look like a fool. Yeah. Um, Aaron Jones for CD Lamb is the kind of move you got to make, you know. And I don't even know if they do yeah, that just was, because they're scared to trade. Yeah, I was thinking of that. I was thinking of trading Jones and Dylan for him, but then I was like, uh, "Am I giving up too much?" I'd trade like, Jones alone and keep Dylan, and then try and try and do that. I mean, I, I, I draft CD Lamb over. I draft CD Lamb over Aaron Jones. Yeah. So the reason why I wanted to keep him because of McCaffrey, I don't know if he's going to get injured. You know what I mean? So it's like that's my insurance policy. But I know I'm not going to be able to get in the lead without giving him up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're not. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough, tough to get a guy like that that you yeah. draft higher. <laughs> you know, without giving up a player lower. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. But um, 
Yeah. All right. That was my only question. Yeah. Uh, 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 name name your name your running backs again. Sure. I've got McCaffrey, Javante Williams, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, and Melvin Gordon, and Damian Pierce and Brian Robinson. Yeah. So you got two really good players there, and Brian Robinson and Pierce. They could end up being your saviors if something does happen to McCaffrey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I, I don't know, bro. Are they going to be splitting though? I mean, I, I but I mean, you're talking. Yeah, but who, who are your wide receivers again? You got Mike Williams and who? Cortland Sutton, uh, Alan Lazard, and Isaiah McKenzie. So do you see? Versace. Do you see how you? Do you see how you're protective of your running back situation, but you're completely ignoring that at the cost of your wide receivers? So like when you say, "Well, what if McCaffrey goes down, or what if?" But what about your wide receivers right now, week in and week out? I'm not saying those are bad wide receivers, but to to sit there and say, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to worry about my running backs and then not have this lamb in my lineup. Like that's, you know, who cares about your, your – you've got two strong running backs and a, and a plethora of guys that could step up and be, you know, pretty good. You could also sell – you said you have Montgomery. You could sell Montgomery – or go get Khalil Herbert and at least lock up that 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 Bears running back situation. And with Khalil Herbert, Monty ain't bad. You know. The, oh, like, no, no, I don't have Montgomery. I have a oh, Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Gordon. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you had Montgomery. But yeah, so I'm not targeting Monty. I'm just saying if you had both. But okay. So yeah, but I mean, Lamb in your yeah. lineup, like, it is what it is. Is Aaron Jones even in your flex spot? Yeah, he's in my flex. So if you think about it like this, you're swapping your flex spot out. Nothing changes in your lineup. And if McCaffrey goes down, you're still starting Lamb. Like, nothing changes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, think think about it from this perspective. If McCaffrey went down, you throw Aaron Jones into your running back two spot. Who's your flex? Doesn't matter. Like, you know what I mean? Flex, you're still going to have someone new in there. Yeah. So go get Lamb if you can for Aaron Jones. Um, I get Debo, Lamb... Um, maybe even try for Tyreek Hill on the cheap, a little cheaper for, I don't even know what you could give up, but Mike Williams is a pretty decent pull. Like he's getting like fourth and fifth round value. You might might be able to trade Mike Williams for a Tyreek Hill. If you give up something else, you know, Melvin Gordon or something, just try it, see what happens, see if they bite. Okay. You got, what do you, how many receptions you got Tyreek having this year? Tyreek? It doesn't matter. Uh, if he, if he's lacking, let's just say he has a hundred, like he could have 90 to a hundred. It doesn't mean he's going to have the same yardage totals, but he certainly still could like he, you know, he's so good and so hard to contain. I don't know what Tua is going to look like with him. Tua might look a lot, but Tua might, this might have the Ryan Tannehill effect, you know, where, where it's like Tannehill was, we're going to see what Tannehill is really made of now. Tannehill's not good. Tannehill was playing at a, yeah. uh, almost an elite level at times with their, with the AJ Brown. Like it was crazy. We, I remember at one point during, I think it was not this last season, but the season before there was like a, like the first five or six games, Tannehill was like in, in the top, he was easily in the top 10, but he was higher than that. And it was just like, how is this possible? You know? And I'm not, I'm not saying Tua's garbage, but Tua is going to look probably a lot better than even I've been suggesting because Hill looks phenomenal. So mm-hmm. 
I like Hill a lot. If Hill, let's say, got 90 receptions instead of 100, or if his yardage was down, he's going to be playing that Debo Samuel role to a degree because McDaniel, the head coach of the Dolphins, came from the Niners. He's the one that helped orchestrate and blueprint that Debo Samuel wideback role. He is the the one of the main architects of it. Tyreek Hill and Waddle, speedsters, man. Two of the fastest guys yep. in the NFL. He's going to be having these guys doing jet sweeps, end of rounds, catching the ball two yards behind the line of scrimmage just like Debo would and seeing if Tyreek Hill can take it 70 yards down the field, down the sideline, whatever. So so go after mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill. He's going to be phenomenal. But Mike Williams, just one last point before I let you go. You're a little more down on Mike Williams than I am. I think Mike Williams is capable of being top 12. I'm not saying he will. Certainly don't draft him to be a top 10 wide receiver. But the potential's there, and through the first five weeks of the season last year, Mike Williams was a top five, six, seven wide receiver. You know, it's just a matter of can he do it all year long? We don't know. But it wouldn't shock me one bit if he was the number one wide receiver for what is arguably the number one quarterback in the NFL and in fantasy in Justin Herbert this year. So don't discredit yeah. Mike Mike Williams. In fact, maybe keep him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was just the uh, with Keenan Allen. I think he's going to get like 100 receptions this season. You know what I mean? So it's like, is it one of those things to where it's like a Joe Burrow thing to where T. Higgins and uh, Chase are just going to be top 12, you know, fantasy options projected? Uh, if healthy, uh, Mike yeah, Williams is going to be like that. First. If yeah. he- if healthy, yeah, but but that's assuming that what you're saying is right. That Keenan Allen's the guy. A lot of people think Mike Williams could be the guy this year, even if both are healthy. So yeah. it's not, you know I I think you just need to, you know, don't undervalue him. Gotcha. All right, man. But uh, one more thing. Do you think I should trade Sutton for AJ Brown since I have a Jalen Hurts? You think that would be an upgrade or keep Sutton? Bro. A.J. Brown is borderline top of round three. You know, like that is a okay. home run. If you can trade Sutton for eight. I mean, a couple of people said this is a nursing home league. You go in there and you take someone's A.J. Brown for Sutton, you might cause a heart attack. You know, you, one of your league mates might be out for the season at that point at the nursing home. So be careful on that one. But, of course, I'd take that in a heartbeat. All right, man. Appreciate you. Call in any time, Prince. All right, man. Thanks, Later. Man. Nice. That was un- unbelievable. AJ Brown. Hey, Smitty, what do you think of my sleeper, Isaiah McKenzie, this year? I think he's taken over the Beasley role. He's going to eat, especially in PPR formats. This guy played a full game last year, had 13 catches, 125 yards in a TD. I know he's a bit older for a guy to get started, but I think he's somebody to watch in deeper formats. Could be, but you know what? who my guy is? In this Buffalo wide receiver room, Shakir. If I'm taking any wide receiver, even over McKenzie, I'm taking Shakir. Like, later. That's the guy I want. I think Shakir could be the guy. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Smitty. It's David Ramos. How's it going? What's up, David? Man, I finally got through, huh? Attaboy. (laughs) I've been trying for like a week or so. Yeah. Um... Damn, I don't even have my question anymore. That's okay. I didn't think you would. I didn't think you'd answer. I was like, man, I'm gonna try again. But no, okay. So, so serious question. Okay, I do have a question. How do you think? Okay, what if I? 
I'm trying to plan a, a, a strategy for the wife, not for me. I'm good, okay? But I can't help my wife this year. We're doing a live draft. I can't help her. She's on her own. That's messed but what up. What I want to do. <laughs> That's is, messed up. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna. Last year she played for the first time. I know. I know what you're saying. I'm in Miss Smitty's uh, work league, and and uh, but I'm gonna help her. I'm gonna help her. I I like. I'm not gonna lie. There's gonna be times where I'm gonna be like this. If you can't, like you can't pick that. Per- you're not gonna be able to get that person back. So I'm gonna take him here. You know, like I could see that happening. But but you, you gotta help. You gotta help her, bro. Think about it this way. You tell her if we if you win or I win, we split it. And now you got two you got essentially two teams. I'm not saying to trade between the two or collude. I'm just saying you could you know, you, you could help her help her and if you win, she's gonna give you half the cash, right? No? No? Yeah, but it's live. Everybody's there. Oh so my cousins are there, my you know, everybody who's drafting, we're all gonna be live. I see so how's you're that gonna saying. look when I'm like, no, no, no. So I'll get her a rankings, right? I'll get her a I got a, you. She, okay, she, I got she, you. Use. But but what I was gonna do was tell her like I running you. back, running back, receiver, tight. You know what I mean? Something like that. But mm. I don't know. You know, that's not the best no. strategy. But, no, you don't want her going positional. But, but, but I mean, it could help guide her a little bit if she's, you know, newbie. But, I mean, just, just prep her in advance, bro. Just be like, okay, here, here's who, here's the good, you know, first-round picks. You know, I got my video, best pick in every round. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. like, have her watch okay. those videos. Have you seen those series? It's the best pick in every round. Um. No, I don't think so. I only watch your lives. I don't, I don't really. Yeah, I just I just like the lives. I don't know. But no, I'll check them out then. Yeah, definitely look look in there. Um, so so definitely know though on the on the hey, this is how you're gonna draft this 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 time. Just so ever watch. You know, there, back, there's a series. Lives. There's three of them. It's how to the best picks in every round. So and you can see it in the thumbnail. It's really easy to find. It's got like rounds one and two, and then rounds three and four, and then rounds five, six, and seven, whatever. So the best picks in every round, have her watch that. That'll very, very much prepper. And then, and then from there, like, you know, I don't know, like someone said in the chat, send her a text. You could help her if, if, you know, there's, she's two or three picks away. It's a little oh, stressful. I could, text, I could do text message. You could, it, right. you know, or, or, text real quick. or instant message. You know, if you guys open up like Skype or, or, you know, Slack or, or whatever you could, you know, whatever. It's a little stressful though. If it's her first draft, she's going to be overwhelmed. And if you're like, check your text, you can be like yelling at you, like, stop it. Let me draft. <laughs> You know, like, and maybe she wants to draft on her own, you know, so make sure you're not overstepping. Okay, yeah, there's that too. You know, like, right. I'll, I'll yeah, walk that out. Like, basically it for this year. I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous for her, but, I mean. Yeah, Double A says, looks like your wife needs to subscribe to the channel. Like, uh, you know, but, but hey, hey, oh, I'll, I'll tell you, you this, Ra- Ramos, you're really, really crap in the bed here by only watching the live streams. There is so much good content that I'm uploading. I've got a video that I'll be uploading my favorite draft strategy. I've got a video I'm uploading. First of all, the waiver wire pre-week one video will be dropping. The panic chamber. You tell me you don't watch the panic chamber, David? Nah, I'm slipping. Nah, David, I don't, David. I don't, know, I don't like lives. Not just you, though. Everybody's lives. Uh, David, uh, David, the panic chamber is one of the best best episodes on the internet when it comes to fantasy football content. you got to watch the panic chamber. Do you, do you have Spotify? Do you ever okay, listen to stuff on Spotify out. while you're working out or or while you're cooking or nope. whatever? Doing laundry? Nope. No? Nope. Because I, I, all no my Spotify. shows are on Spotify, Spotify video, bro. 
You know, you can listen, okay. you can I'll watch them on Spotify. I, check it out. I have a video show on Spotify. Every video on YouTube gets uploaded to, to Spotify for the most part. Spotify right here. Spotify. You can go to smitty1.com and get those links. Are you watching the fantasy football show on Spotify? Apparently, David isn't. All right, David. <laughs> David. David. I need to take a lap. Huh? You do need to go watch. The, hey, I want you to watch the panic chamber and then and then get back to me and tell me that you didn't drop the ball on this and go grab. Man, why am I not watching the uploads? This panic chamber show is absolutely phenomenal. It's the best show I've ever seen in my life. This thing should be on HBO Max. All right, I got you. I got you. I'm gonna go watch all your videos then after this live though. But yeah, uh, marathon. Yeah, I spend time watching on your channel for sure. All but, right, appreciate you, David. Call, call in any time. The okay. phone lines are are open pretty much most shows, and and I try and get to them when I'm on a call. I can't really answer, but you know, keep keep trying. Yeah, all right, it's man. all good, man. Smitty, keep up the good work, man. You 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 rocking all off season. You were killing it. So right, appreciate man. you. Appreciate you. All right. All right. Uh, let's see here. Next up, Kenny, appreciate you. What was that question Kenny had? Oh, Shakir, Shakir. I'm telling you, the Shakir, Buffalo wide receiver, uh, rookie could be pretty darn good. I like him a lot. Hey, what up, sweetie? It's me, your boy again, dropping loads. Is this Kevin? All over the voicemail line, almost as much as Javante is going to be dropping loads all over the field this season. It is the voicemail season for is, your... Uh, what, are you at Cos- what are you at, Costco? It sounds like he's at Costco. I don't know if he's at Costco. I don't know what you... What, what, maybe he's in a he's in some kind of like warehouse or something. I don't know what's going on, but this is the voicemail king, Kevin. It, 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 Kevin's voicemails are so long. Literally, his last one's still playing. His last voicemail might have just ended. King. So I'm hearing some rumors that Tom Brady is filming the mask singer. Some little birdie on Reddit is telling me about this. Do you do you have any information that that verifies this is true or false? We we must have got to his head. He, he now he's coining himself the voicemail king. I'm sure he's got shirts made. Probably wearing gold chains, walking around Costco right now. I can hear Costco right now. I can hear the registers. Ding, ding, ding. Dudes at Costco, literally walking around. People are like, "What's this guy screaming about?" Um. So Tom Brady, who knows what's going on with Tom Brady? A lot of people are saying the Mask Singer. He's on the Mask uh, Singer or whatever. Um. I don't know that that's it. Think about it. how long does it take to film that show? The show doesn't take two weeks to film. You know, so that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it, could it be possible? Sure. Well, his scheduled absence was scheduled. So could it have been something where he said, I'm on this TV show and is already committed. If I come back, Bulls, I'm going to, I want to be on this show. And they're like, whatever you want, Tom Brady, just come back to the team. Like, I, I could see him agreeing to something like that. I'm not saying it's impossible, but this feels like something different. This feels like Bulls saying, hey, when's he coming back? And Bulls is like, I don't know. I'm not worried yet, but I don't know. Does that sound like somebody that's on a scheduled, you know, maybe Tom Brady didn't tell him where he was going. I have something scheduled. I can't talk about it. I won't let you know what it is. Don't ask questions. But if I come back and play, you got to let me off during this time frame. So it was a supposedly scheduled. But then there was reports that it's work-life balance. Now, that could be worth work-life balance. He wants to go on a show. 
I highly doubt it. There's something else going on. I've been reporting on it for two days. I'm not saying I'm 100% sure of what I'm suggesting it is, that there's a problem at home or in Tom Brady's uh, 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 desire to play football. And, and maybe he feels like he's just too old and he miscalculated and his body just hit a wall really quickly. He's 45 years old. Um, but I don't know what it is. Mask showman, whatever, the mask singer. I don't even know what it is. I've never seen it. Um, but apparently it's something that some people are trying to guesstimate that he's, this is what's going on. I, I don't I don't know that that's it. I think there's something going on. I think once it's known, everybody's going to be like, oh, Okay, like I, I've been saying it for days and people think I'm crazy. Now everybody's got theories. Everybody's, you know, saying that they uh, they think something's going on. But two days ago was not a big deal. Fantasy Dog says, hook up Hod Prime with a two-month YouTube membership. Uh, it's, it's not something that's in my control, Fantasy Dog. You purchase those through the link that I can drop here. And if anybody buys a, a gift of those, those end up uh, getting dished out at random. So it's nothing's in my control. I have zero control over the YouTube exclusive memberships. I will drop that link though. So if anybody wants to get one right now, you can grab one right now. And I'm going to pin that bad boy so you can use those emojis. And if you get one of those YouTube exclusive memberships, not only will you have the emoji and the ability to be in the exclusive YouTube chats, which we're going to do one maybe this coming week for the first time where it's locked down to only YouTube exclusive members and it's not a punishment to people that aren't subscribed. It's a dollar ninety nine a month, by the way. Um, you know, it supports the channel, but it also thins down the chat chat so I can get to people for start bench advice. So one show a year or one show a week will be a YouTube exclusive member only live chat driven show. And you gotta have that membership. It's pinned in the live chat. It's also if you're watching a replay, the link for a YouTube exclusive membership is down in the description. And anybody that grabs those and, and, and gifts them out, I don't have control over that super uh, fantasy dog. So I appreciate your super chat, though. Um, but I have no ability to give those away. It's all controlled through YouTube. Uh, trade advice. Thank you for the super chat, fantasy dog. I appreciate you. You are the man. Thanks for the super chat. Giddy up. Um, Josh, thank you for the super chat. Trade advice, full PPR. I have received Swift and Sutton. I'm sending Lamb and ETN. I'm keeping Lamb and ETN, bro. Um, I like Swift a lot, but ETN's kind of on the same wavelength, bro. And then Lamb crushes Sutton to me. So I'm keeping the Lamb ETN side. Appreciate your super chat. Ron Navy. He needs to have her do a bunch of mock drafts. He's talking about, uh, uh, who was that? That was, uh, was it the Philly guy? Who was that? I already forget who the caller was. I'm sorry. (laughs) Ron's right. He needs to have his wife do those drafts. Oh, Ramos. uh, Ramos. Ramos. Ramos needs his wife to do some mock drafts. Yeah, she can jump in and do some mock drafts. We'd be happy to have her come in and and do some, bro. Uh, Lamb, ETN side, says Kenny. I agree. So Kenny and I are on the same page. I think everybody in here is going to say lamb side, lamb chop side. Fryermuth, I love Fryermuth. I don't know what we're talking about there. Fryermuth, baby. Let's go. Let's go. 154 in here, 93 thumbs up. Hit that thumb up button. Irv Smith is decent. I don't mind Irv Smith. David Ramos, there it is. David, yeah. uh, She should do a couple mock drafts with us. If not, you can do mock drafts with her. You know, like you can create a free mock draft and go do one on... Or, or join with us. We'll, we'll do one. Uh, this super chat by East Coast Taddy. Thank you very much, my man. My son sent you a quick video message on IG. 
Let's go check it out. Pretty cool, bro. I love it. This this Taddy's son loves the show. There's a, there's footage of the show in the background while he's saying that. I love it, Taddy. Appreciate you. You know, and I I don't know. I I I, I don't know if this is quite like I hope I don't disappoint you, Taddy, and I say things that end up being like cover your ears, son, because I'm not exactly you know <laughs> I'm not exactly the the most. Uh, uh, I don't know, straight arrow person in the world. So hopefully I don't I don't disappoint you, but I appreciate you. L- little man. Little man's a goat. Little man, let's send him to the moon. To the moon. Little man to the moon. Little Taddy. Little Taddy to the moon. Um Let's see here. We are going back to voicemail group number 2. James Conklin in the house. any questions until Sunday because the good t- simple thing is uh, everybody's <laughs> good, good talk James <laughs> I don't really have anything drafting this weekend or next so may all your draft picks stay healthy and may your pockets for fantasy football be wealthy boy, thank you Conklin Conklin sounds like he, sounds like he's backing up a, a, a truck full of, uh, uh, of of cash money from his Javante Williams ticket advances. He he literally went to the bank. He went to League Safe and he said, Hey, here's here are my teams. Look at my roster. They said, Oh my God, this guy's got Javante in the second round. He's got Joe Burrow in the sixth round. He's got Jamar Chase. Uh let's advance him whatever he wants. Let's get him a truck. <laughs> a truck full of money. That's the truck that Conklin's backing up to fill up his cash money from all of his IOUs that League Safe's gonna owe him. Unbelievable. Call into the show. Dial 602 NFL. All right, uh, Josh has some question here. Uh, Daniel, is it a good offer if I give Diggs and Stevenson for Javante and Pittman? Absolutely. That's a great trade. That'd be a, that would be you might you might lose a friend over that one if it goes through at the end of the year. They may not be talking to you anymore. So yeah, a fantastic trade, my bro. A fantastic trade. A collusion dropping a five dollar holler. Thank you, Russian collusion. Big energy Russian collusion. (laughs) You're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? Who? This is Brandon, Mellow Trucker. What's up, Brandon? Hey, you still, are you not on right now, right? I'm on. We're live. Oh, yeah. So, are you going to do a mock draft? Uh, like not, a mock draft board? No, we don't do mock drafts during the day, uh, during the evening show, the 7 p.m. show. This is a news show, voicemail show. Um, mock drafts are in the evening. I don't oh, know. If- do you have any of the links I can check? Well, I mean, I'll drop those live in the in the in the live mo- when we do the mock drafts. I'll drop them live, so you just have to be on the live stream. Oh, okay. No, because yeah. I, I follow you because um, you know, I'm a big Niner fan, so you already know. Appreciate you, it, Trey Lance season, baby. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. But yeah, I'm watching your show right now on YouTube. 
I was just checking to see if I could, um, because I just joined the fantasy league, so I'm not really into fantasy because I hate rooting for other teams and players. I mean, uh, do a lot of mock drafts with us at night. Yeah, that'll that'll help. Even if you rewatch them, if you don't get into all of them, just kind of watch the board and don't go taking your Niners too early. I, so many of these these Niner fans that I have in here, they'll take you know Kittle in round three, and they'll you know you'll go Ayuk in four. Like Ayuk's a seventh rounder. That's no knock on him. That's just where his ADP is. Uh, Eli Mitchell's a fifth rounder. Kittle's a fifth rounder. Debo's a, a twelve to fifteen overall player. So he's okay to take in the second round, but just just be careful not to draft all Niners. Like you know, draft with the you know the brain, not the yeah, heart. They they told me I was gonna do that too, but I got one question because I, I follow you on Instagram too. Yeah, who would you take if you had the chance, Javante Williams or Justin Jefferson? I mean, J J J J J's my number three or number two overall. Jamar Chase and J J are neck and neck for my number two overall player. In PPR, if it's PPR, okay. if it's non PPR, then I, I'm tempted to go Najee Harris. Even though most people will say, oh, "What, what did something happened to CMC or Derrick Henry?" I'm just not buying into the injury risk at two, three overall value. But but do okay. I do okay. I do I like Jefferson? If JT's off the board at number one, do I like Jefferson and Chase as the next two guys? Absolutely, in a PPR. Okay. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, and, and Javante in round two, if you're playing with a bunch of grandmas or, you know, in the nursing home, whatever, and it sounds like you're probably, you're playing with other Niner people, right? No, there's it's, uh, it's one other Niner fan, but there's a whole bunch of Raiders, Cowboy fans, but it's, it's a paid uh, person versus person league. Okay. De- definitely, uh, definitely grab Javante in round two if you can. I don't know if he'll fall. I mean, the news of Melvin Gordon basically saying... Which which is it needs to be, I I can't tell you how many people have DM me or texted me on the the Smitty text line, the one on one text device that I have through thefantasyfootballshow.com. If anybody wants that, go to thefantasyfootballshow.com. But I have one on one text service, and I can't tell you how many people in the last forty eight hours have sent me a text that have that that said, "Should I take Javante at one point one now?" And I'm like. Um, I I mean I I just you can't do that you can't do that not number one he's his value's not there yet right. his value's not there yet like he's but not I, he hasn't climbed I, into round one officially he hasn't and he might not he might not he might Tanner I see you calling call back in a second I'll be able to get you in here he might not bro he might not climb into round one this news is very hard to 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 gauge. In, in 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 a sense of like what the reactions are going to be because still people are so gung ho on dragging Javante down. Uh, Tan- Tanner, let me. Hey Tanner, I- I'm going to merge you into this call, so just hang tight for me right right there, Tanner. Okay, actually Tanner hung up. Um, uh, um I, I gotta uh, get ready to go, but I got yeah. one thing. I know I'm taking a 49er defense week one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, thank you, though. I appreciate it, man. Uh, so I can find that website on your Instagram, right? Underneath? A link in the bio. The, uh, link in the bio. Everything you need, everything I have, link in the bio on, on IG. You'll see my one-on-one text link. You'll see my, my content membership link. You'll see my Spotify video link. You'll see it all. All right. Thanks. I got you. All right, man. Brandon, appreciate you. Call anytime, yeah. bro. Appreciate you. Bye. All right. You have a nice day. All right. Tanner, dial in. Tanner's like an ex-girlfriend, just blowing me up. I, I, you know, I gotta answer. Eventually, I'm gonna answer. Be like, Tanner, what? 
<laughs> Smitty there. Smitty there. Can I speak to Smitty? I don't. I don't. I don't mind Tanner. You got to break into the phone line a certain way, so I totally get it. I'm not. I'm just joking with you. But Tanner is relentless. Let's get Tanner in. Here he is. He won't stop. Won't stop. Can't stop. There's Tanner. Tanner, what's up? What's up, Smitty? How you doing? Good. How you doing, Tanner? I'm doing well. Hey, um, question for you. I got offered a trade. Uh, it's a 12-man PPR league. Um, I have Najee Harris, Brandon Cooks, and Gusecki. And I was offered... Uh, Travis Kelsey and Devontae Adams. For Travis Kelsey and Devontae Adams for who? So he offered Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey and Devontae Adams for uh, Najee, Brandon Cooks, and uh, Mike Gusecki. Smash. Smash it? Smash it. I don't care if there's running back like leakage here where you don't know what you're going to do with doesn't matter. Like, Brand- look, Devontae Adams and Najee are really close. I mean, of course, I'd probably rather have Najee. That's just, but Kelsey over Cooks and Gesicki? Right. Yeah. So. Now, you're, are you sure it's not Dalvin Cook? Are you sure it's not Dalvin Cook? Correct. It's Brandon. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you to hit smash yeah, and you're like, guy, yeah, this Dalvin correct. Cook, this Dalvin Somebody. Cook's character. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Punch it. No. Okay. It's going to leave me with Saquon and Etienne and uh, Ramadre Stevenson as my running backs. I mean, punch it. I I mean, I understand. Like, who are you putting on the bench at wide receiver now because of this trade? Uh, Well, uh, probably St. Brown. I mean, I hate that, but but like, so name name your team. First of all, it's a smash no matter what. But I just want to see the impact to your lineup, just in case there's some weird. So you have who who, who are your starters? Name your starters. I'm going to write them down. So I have Russell Wilson at quarterback. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Hold on, let's do this. Let's do this proper. You're good. Okay, Russell Wilson at quarterback. Yep. I got uh, Keenan Allen and uh, St. Brown as my receivers. Okay. And then I got, uh, right now I have Najee and Saquon as my RB1 and 2. ETN is my uh, uh, flex. And then I have Pat Frymouth and um, Gusecki as my Tight end. Okay, so Muth is actually your starter, by the way. <laughs> so you're giving up your backup tight end, which right. is hilarious. And Brandon Cooks yeah. is your Brandon and Cooks I have is. Brandon, I, I have, okay, yeah, I have him on my bench and Gasecki on my bench. So, so what you're what you're doing essentially is you're putting Etn into your running back one or two spot, however you want to look at that. Um, now you're getting right. Devonte Adams, but let's put uh, let's put St. Brown here. And then we'll put uh, Devontae Adams here. And then, I'm sorry, who was your wide receiver? Keenan Allen. So, Allen. So, you got yeah. St. Brown in your flex. You have Barkley in your running back two. ETN in your running back one, or however you want to word that. And then you got, instead of Muth, now you've got Kelsey. Right. So, St. Brown's actually in your flex spot, right? Not actually on the bench. 
Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, you know, unless unless there's somebody else yeah. you haven't. Yeah, I mean that's a it's a smash. I mean, think about it from this perspective, bro. The only thing you're maybe doing is putting yourself in a bind if one of these two running backs goes down. Who I don't care about that that fairy tale scenario yet because it's not true. It's not what we're looking at. So, all in all, bro, you're just moving around lineup spots. Adams goes there instead of yeah. Najee here. St. Brown drops down to here. It's it doesn't matter, bro. Like you're you're just moving things around musical chair style. You got Adams, Keenan, St. Brown, Kelsey, Barkley, ETN, Russell Wilson. Now, I'm not saying to stop here. You know, I still try and make moves, but like you're this is a great move. This is a great move. I love Najee Harris, but this is a great move. All right. Like yeah, you, you should you should punch Punch it. Can you hit accept? Yeah. Punch it. All right. It's accepted. Nice, bro. Kelsey. I mean, think about it this way. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, think about it this way. Uh, First round pick. Second round pick. A lot of people are going to argue second round pick. I'd say third round. Third round. Uh, Third round. You have a lot of value. That could be considered all a bucket of third round talent or even second round talent to a lot of people. That's a lot. Now I still I don't stop yeah. here. I shop Barkley. I try and go get Javante. I try and go get um you know like like I would go to the Brees Hall owner and see what wide receiver bump you could get, what quarterback bump you could get. Like if you could turn this into a Herbert using Russell Wilson to trade Barkley in the in the Brees Hall or into, you know, like something like that. I'm all about that. I'm just telling you right now. That's just my my yeah. thoughts on it. Brees Hall ripped off. I don't know if anybody saw Brees Hall rip off that. What was it like a 60, 70 yard run in uh, in the scrimmage? Yeah. I mean Brees Hall season, baby. All right, man. Appreciate you. Good yeah. good question. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, keep working. Keep trying to make those trades work. Keep upgrading. Later. That was a good trade. Uh, I still think his team needs a little work to get to the top spot, but he's definitely in the mix now for sure. Uh, Collusion, again, thank you for the super chat, my good man. You are the you are the best. Swaggy will punch that trade yesterday. I think everybody here is in, in agreement that that trade is a home run. Uh, who am I talking to? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Hey, Sandy, how's it going? This is Ben. Ben, what's up, Ben? Hey, Ben, where are you calling hey, from? Um, let's let's start. Uh, uh, hi, this is Ben. I'm from Pennsylvania. Like, where are you calling from? Uh, well, I'm I'm Dan from Texas. Texas, at a boy. This is a man right here. Yeah, <laughs> this is a real man right here. What's up, Ben? <laughs> Hey, uh, so I kind of ran into a little bit of a of a of a best player available hole. Uh, not too bad, but I ended up a little weak at wide receiver. I, I'm in this league that's a two tight end league, uh, three wide receivers. I ended up with um, uh, I did get CD Lamb in the second round. I got uh, uh, Eckler in the first round. Got Javante in the in the third. Hold on, hold on a second. You got Lamb in got, round. You got Lamb in round one. You got. Uh... Javante in round three? No, I'm sorry. I got uh, Eckler in round one, Lamb in round two, and then uh, Javante in the third. Jeez. And, and then I got, uh, I have ETN, I have Hall, 
I got uh, Dobbins, Penny, um, uh, along the along the way, but uh, uh, people were drafting heavy at tight end and wide receiver. So my second and third wide receiver are Mooney and Ayuk. So I'm kind of stuck there. You're not in a, you're not in a, in, a, in a jam there, bro. Oh, that that sounds good to you. I mean, I mean does that I mean, sound pretty pretty look, solid? Look, bro. If if you're if you're stacking the 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 hand that you have in your in your hand right now like heavy like you got uh-huh. you got you got you got trip aces in your hand you can't expect to also have two kings you know like it's not it's not yeah. like something to where okay i'm going to freak out and dilute my 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 trips that i've got these trip aces i'm going to dilute them because i'm scared uh-huh. about my my other two cards i got a i got a, a 5 and a 6 or a, a 5 and a, a a 9 whatever so it's uh-huh. like Mooney has wide receiver two potential, bro. Like high end wide receiver uh-huh. two potential. Ayuk is a fantastic wide receiver three. You know he he's very very good. Is Saint? Look, I helped someone yesterday that I, I didn't think for the life of me Saint Brown was going to be on waivers. But when I see that you got Javante in round three, I kind of wonder about the the league mates you're drafting with this nursing home of a group of individuals that you're in a league with right now. <laughs> um, is is someone like that on waivers? Like, you want to read to me your top available wide receivers on your waivers? Let, let's see if we can find a diamond in the rough. I just wonder if there's somebody there that shouldn't be there, like an Elijah Moore or something crazy like that, bro. Well, on, on my bench, I got a uh, Sky Moore, I got Rondell Moore, and uh, McKenzie as a as a bench. Um, right now on waivers, the top receiver would be MBS. Uh, and then it goes to uh, Robinson from the Giants, and it kind of scares there a little bit. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Who who are the top wide receivers? Ava- the available? It's uh, MBS uh, Valdez Scanlon. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's okay. But um, all right. Well, yeah. honestly, bro, who's your quarterback again? Uh, oh, I actually got a uh, Joe Burrow. I got Joe Burrow on the in the uh, sixth bro, round. Bro, don't even worry. Um, who's your tight end? That's why I went kind of short because I because it's a two tight end league, so people went heavy. Don't be, don't, uh, don't need to explain. You don't need to explain. You don't need to. You don't need to dumb it down, bro. Because you like and explain it that way. Like, it, don't be ashamed of your of your imbalance here because <laughs> you have you are heavy duty. You have you have weapons galore here. So like, who's your tight end? Say it with pride. Who's your tight end? I got uh, Henry and Hurst. Okay. Um, what? Who are the top tight ends available? That, that is kind of weak. But... <laughs> who are the top tight ends available? Let's find you one. Let's go. I got uh, Uzama, uh, Conklin, Rudolph, uh, John Smith. Uh, Ali Cox, Gronk. Well, Ali Cox isn't bad, actually. Um, I wonder if he's going to do something. Does anybody think Mo Ali's better yeah. than and your your two starting tight or your two tight ends are? You said who? Uh, it is. Uh, Joku and uh, well, I got Joku in the on the bench. My my starters are Henry and Hurst. Yeah. Those aren't, I mean, those aren't, those aren't horrible, bro, but I, yeah. Yeah. 
But your team's no, fine, man. You got, you, got, you got Joe Burrow. Um... I got Joe Burrow. I got Lamb. I got uh, Eckler, Javante, Etienne Hall. I ETN, love it. I like it. Hall. Um, go go try and buy low on DK somehow, some way. I don't know. I don't know what you'd even give. This is a redraft league, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. And I tried shopping around my, my, uh, my bench uh, running backs like Dobbins and Penny. But um, people watch your show because all they want is Javante. Yeah, I, hey, I, I, I mean, obviously they they didn't want Javante. They let him fall to the third round disrespectfully. You came in and said, "I'll take you, Javante." Um, everybody's saying Joe New Smith or Gerald Everett. And I kind of agree. Okay. I think, you know, uh, uh, Austin Hooper is another one. Uh, the chat is saying Austin Hooper. Um, he cool, he cool. he might get a lot of targets because there's no one really else there in Tennessee, you know, besides the, the rookie. And the... But I like Moali a little bit because what if Moali Moali Cox ends up doing something with uh, Matt Ryan? I don't know. I, I like that. Just keep okay. an eye. I'll go ahead and, and yeah, him. yeah. Well, Joe knew, Joe good. Everett's good. Everett's in 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 the L.A. with Joe Burrow, so that could be good. Mm-hmm. Those are all potentially better options cool. for you, honestly. So I'll probably get Jonu and awesome. maybe Everett. Jonu and Moali Cox, maybe maybe those those two guys. All right, my man. Appreciate you. Awesome. Good stuff. Thanks. Good team. Go tear hey, it up. Thanks, Later. Appreciate it. Yep. Ben from Texas. Thanks. Later. Call into the show. Dial 602 NFL. Irv Smith, I mean, I I don't mind Irv Smith. I'm just not super big on him. Silver says Austin Hooper. Silver loves Austin Hooper. Derek says Everett and Jonu, I believe he said earlier. Hooper was a stud in Atlanta, says Total Chad. So you got a lot of Hooper, a lot of Hooper hype. Everett Hooper. Maybe those are two guys you look at. Uh, Moali Cox I like a lot too. I mean, there's some good options for him. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I speaking to? Where do you live? Not your address, but what state do you state do you live in, and what can I help you with? Hey, what's up, Smitty? It's Mike from California. Mike, what's up, my man? Hey, man. I just uh, was wondering, you know, what you uh, what you think about um, the Seahawks running backfield? Uh, I, I I not concerned with Penny. Like, would I take Penny late? Sure. Um, I'm taking Walker. I'm not worried about Walker. I'm still drafting Walk- Walker. He didn't have a sports hernia. He had the best possible, you know, best case scenario for a, a type of hernia in the time frame. Probably won't be ready for week one, like the optimistic reports suggest. And that's okay because there was a chance he wasn't getting fully unlocked until like week four or five anyway. And And I'm not saying I wish injury upon anybody. That's not what I mean. But, like, if Penny isn't capable of, of carrying the full load without getting hurt and he gets more and more carries early on, then he's probably just going to get hurt, you know, at some point. So I still feel like there's no way this hernia is going to derail the long-term plans of how excited Pete Carroll was about Kenneth Walker. And it doesn't change my talent evaluation. This this is not an injury like a torn Achilles tendon or a torn patellar tendon or a torn ACL. This is a a situation that delays his unleashing party. So Kenneth Walker for me in around 8, 9, 10. If you take him around 5, you're not paying attention. If you take him around 6, you don't understand the assignment. 
He was a seven, eight, or nine round pick before the hernia surgery. So you can only imagine he's almost a lock as an eight or nine round pick in the uh, in, in upcoming draft. So you got to take him smartly. You know, you can't. Okay. T- you t- um, you one t- thing that I was I was kind of curious about was uh, the other running backs that I've been playing in preseason. You know, like Homer and you know DJ Dallas, and it seems like you know Dallas is more of that scat back kind of you know receiver role, and Homer's trying to pretty much be what I felt you know, Penny's going to be. So I, I don't know. I, I thought maybe DJ Dallas might be a thing because, you know, he's kind of filling in that pass receiver, you know, I mean, you know, passing running back role that Ken hopefully is going to be. But, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. He kind of looked okay in preseason. Like, the, to be honest with you, if you're starting one of these guys on your team, you're in trouble. And if you're holding them, yeah. you're holding them for what? And then when you need them, Kenny Walker's back? Like, so I just don't even – It's to me, it's irrelevant. I'm not going after DJ Dallas or Homer or, uh, you know, Penny. I can understand, and Penny's going cheap mm-hmm. enough to where you can kind of cuff the two together. Like honestly, Penny and Walker is not a not a not a hard cuff to get together at, at a late, you know, eight nine back to back round draft capital like territory. Okay, yeah, it's just uh, I'm in a couple leagues that are really deep, you know, so. I'm kind of scraping the barrel down there, so okay. I, I kind of was just seeing guess, if something might. I, I know, guess Homer. Homer's. If I had out. to pick one, I'd say Homer. I'd say Homer, but make sure, like you know, I, I feel like the 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 backup Warren, Jalen. I think his name's Jalen Warren for Pittsburgh. I'd rather have him. He's the backup in Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. He's he's the the anointed okay. backup now. So t- over McFarland. Yeah. From everything I'm gathering and reading, so if you want a super sleeper guy to pick up right now in a league that has you know very very deep benches, go take Warren in a heartbeat. Uh-huh. Scoop him up, hold him. Warren. Something okay. happens to to Najee, who got a lot of work last year, overfed. I love him. Yeah, but you know something happens. Warren could come in. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Smitty. I'm gonna get back to work, but I appreciate uh, your advice. You know, and um, hope everyone wiped their feet on the way in because. If not, they're going to yell that. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you, Mike. All right. Call in any time, my man. Pacheco, I love Pacheco. Yeah, James Conklin ain't wrong. Call into the show. Mike, if uh, Pacheco's there, I doubt he is. Pacheco is a great grab, bro. Do it. Chase. Um, Jamar Chase Amir. I don't know what, what you're trying to talk about on there. Smitty, what do you think of this team? First of all, I got a super chat I got to get to. Kenny Powers, hold on. Hang tight. If you miss a mock show or don't get to one, um, leave your team in and slot in the comments after the video posted. Smitty will critique it. Yeah, that that's the truth. I Look, I spent an hour and a half to two hours last night getting back to every single comment that was made over the last two weeks because I was a little bit behind. I try and answer every question within 24 hours on my YouTube channel in the comments. So uh, if you you test me, leave a comment, ask a question in the comments. I'll try and get back to you within 24 hours. But I'd, I'd, let, I'd slack because this has been a crazy week and I'd, I'd like literally two weeks behind. And I spent like two hours last night just replying to every comment. So if you had a comment in the last two weeks that wasn't answered, I almost guaranteed you got an answer last night. Ron Navy, tell everybody... Where are you? Hey. Li- where are you? Where are you reside, Ron Navy? 
Huh? Yeah, gotta tell everybody where you reside. What state? Where I reside. We're we're introducing I reside, ourselves. I reside in Moonville, baby. Moonville. <laughs> Ron's calling I, from the moon. I reside in Moonville. Hey, hey, bear with me for a second, okay? Because we got a delay. But you got to bear with me, okay? I'm going to do an exclusive here. You remember the movie Ghostbusters? Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, I got a thing here. It, it's pretty much draft busters. So bear with me. Okay. When you're all confused, right before you draft, who do you call? Call Smitty. When you need to learn to mock your moon team, who do you call? Call Smitty. Down, down, down. He ain't afraid of no draft. Down, down, down. He'll teach you how to smash. Down, down, down. He'll send you to the moon after circling Neptune. Yeah, baby. Damn. Ron Navy, how long were you working on that? About five minutes. Five minutes. He was. He was. Were you doing that in the jacuzzi, just kicking your feet back? <laughs> yeah, man. I was just like, uh, it's like hit my head, and I'm like, you know, maybe reminds me of Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. So I was like, I gotta the Ghostbusters, but it's called. Drop I mean, Busters. you might be, you might be coming for, uh, for Asher's. Let me, let me play this right here. I don't know if you, everybody's heard this, but here, here are the two. That's a closing time rendition by Asher. That was song number one. And on my Instagram stories, I said, vote on the winner. That was entry number one. Ron's clearly entered a a third. But uh, here is entry number two by Rock Out, who's got more of a rap vibe. You know, Asher's more of like a, uh, you know, acoustic type of guy. And here's Rock Out. It's Javante season, we got no, no reason, but the feasting and the feasting and the beast is coming through. He be going busting and the stumbling TD, crazy in the game, Javante season on the ride. They certified, straight valid now. He be coming back, he be straight running back. So, so I mean, that's pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff all around. My my followers are going to get ripped from me and signed to record deals if I'm not careful and I expose them too much. Uh, hey, that's not the first one I ever came up with. You never did uh, share the graveyard sign that I made. Up I'm with sorry. Pro- it probably got lost in like, you know, the messages. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was, that was a good hey, one. Hey, try and find it and repost it. I will at some point. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so were you surprised uh, when I told you I picked up uh, in my $125 uh, best ball draft that I picked up Hurts as uh, my number one quarterback? Uh, no, no, because I feel like, you know, you, you definitely like to try out different strategies. So I, I saw you. You'd said you drafted Hurts before, too. You tried it out. I mean, Hurts yeah, is, is pretty, you know, is pretty easy to like, man. Hurts yeah. is pretty easy to like. I, I well, we had we had a we had a good time we had a good time drafting last night. Yeah, you could be a top five quarterback. We, think we bro. had a pretty solid. Team. 
I like it. I like so, it. Um, what do you? Where do you think? Uh, where did Javante go in that draft? Oh, I I, I told you in the book, but I'll, I'll repeat it. Yeah. He actually went two point three. That's steal. I'm so glad he's not climbing into round one on the regular. Like like I said earlier, I don't know if you were listening, but I've had several people DM me on my text line today and yesterday that have said, Smitty, do I take Javante at 1.1? And I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And we can't we can't overreact to it. We got to take advantage of what's been gifted to us. Javante Williams has not climbed into round one yet, and if he does, he's climbing into the very low end round one. And then people will come back and say, "Yeah, but I have the one point one, and I'm not going to be able to trade. So should I just take him?" And you can't you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't. You gotta you gotta draft within the confines yeah, of ADP, not draft by ADP, but in the confines, meaning that I've been telling everybody and their mother to reach for Javante at 2.1, where his ADP's, his ADP's been sitting where all the last couple of months, Ron? 2.5 to 2.10? So, I'm... Two point, I've got 2.12 before. I'm used to him, like, bottom of the second round. Yeah, and so... So, I, when he's jumped up a lot. And I'm saying reach for him at 2.1. So, clearly, me saying draft within the confines of ADP doesn't mean don't reach. It just means... You know, hold hold on. We got a couple of super chats here. We got Chris with a twenty dollar holler and B man with a five dollar holler. Let's give these two men a standing. Well, wrong button. Let's give these two men a standing ovation. Here we go, uh, Chris and B man. Appreciate that. Ron, maybe you can help me answer this question. Okay, the first one was from B-Man. Thanks, Terry. Smitty missed my super chat. Oops. About dubs over Lazard and Watson. B-Man, I'm going to look for it. Hold on a second. I apologize. Sometimes, uh... And Terry Roberts dropped this one right here. He says, if Kenny can super, I can too. Smitty, you have a Discord question waiting from from you from B-Man. Okay, I'll get to that, Terry. Appreciate you. And then let me see if I missed B-Man's uh, question up here. I got another one. Uh, these these Super Chats snuck in and I didn't see him. I'm sorry, guys. Amir. Amir. Amir says, I got the 1.2 CMC or Jefferson. Give me Jefferson. Give me Jefferson or give me even Jamar Chase. I love both these guys as the 1.2 and a PPR. Ron, do you disagree? Would you take CMC at 1.2? I wouldn't. Well... It- I have to be different in underdog, but uh, in a regular redraft, no. Yeah. Would you take J.J. or Jamar Chase, number two? I would take, yeah, I'd take Jefferson or or Chase or, you know, maybe even Cup. Attaboy. Yeah, I agree. But Cup concerns me because because of Stafford. I don't know what's going on with his arm, so I I don't know, or his elbow, so kind of concerning. Okay, B-Man, I'm going to get to that that Discord question from Terry. Um, but to answer your question, if I don't like see it or find it, let me say Dobbs over Lazard. Give me Dobbs over Lazard. Give me Dubs. Call him Dubs. Dubs over Lazard and Watson. And Ron, I don't know if you've changed your tune, but on underdog, Dubs is going higher than Watson. So if you want to own the, the duo, you've got to take Dubs first and then come back and take Watson and underdog. Um, and if anybody wants to do underdog fantasy, go to the link in the description. 
Um, I'll also post the link in the live chat. And if you guys want to get in these drafts with me, you got to actually go sign up now, you know, put your minimum $10 deposit in and get get everything taken care of using promo code SMITTY. They'll match up to $100 on your first deposit if you're new. So make sure you click this link that I've pinned in the live chat. It's also in the description if you're watching the replay. Up to $100 matched on Underdog if you use promo code SMITTY or that link. And and dub, Dubs, what do you think about Dubs over Watson, though? You like him more? Yeah, actually, yeah. I've been... Um... You know, early on, I took some Watson, but but yeah, I'm taking Dubs over. I'm not even touching Watson right now. Yeah, I mean, everybody says his name different. Dubs, Dubs, Dobbs. I mean, I, I, I there's too many other. Give me a Dub. Wide receivers, because remember, you, if you want Pickens, you got to take him in the ten, uh, about the eleventh round. I love. I mean, he's moved up a lot, so you got to take Pickens in the eleventh. I love Pickens. Let let Pickens fly. Let Pickens fly. We were getting a lot of requests for the Raise Me Up song, so this is a perfect segue for it. Uh, let Pickens fly. You raise me up so I can stand on mountains. Um, thank you, Kenny. Guys, again, I'll respond to pretty much every YouTube comment, so when the show is over, leave a comment. Amir. Hey, hey, maybe let me get off of here so other people can call you, bro. Yeah, okay. Thanks for uh, thanks for uh, policing right. yourself, Ron. <laughs> All right, later. later. Ron is taking away his minutes. He says, "I've used up my time. I am going to remove myself from the live stream." Uh, so yeah, give me give me Jefferson or Jamar Chase. I'm not risking it, risking the biscuit with uh, Amir, bro. You get or Amir. I'm not risking the biscuit with CMC. Uh, Amir, I appreciate you. Amir, are you still here? Hopefully I didn't answer that question too late. Chris with the $20 holler. Let's go. You're live on the fantasy football show. Who is this? Hello, Smitty. This is a 49 media. 49er Media has big hands but low energy. We like our callers with big, big hands. <laughs> Media, what what can I do for you? Um, so I have an 18-man PPR draft tomorrow with the 16th pick. 18-man? So sure who, who do I... Yes, you 18, mean 18 people in the league. 18 people? So you have 18 picks in the first round, 18 picks in the second round? Yep, yep. One copy of every player? Yes. Wow. Okay, what pick do you have? 16. Bro, I mean, at least you got back-to-backs so you can kind of know what's going on. You know, you're going to be able to make a, a proper decision and and not yeah. have to, like, expect what to do. You know, you're going to be able to be like, I can go running back wide receiver here versus like you take a wide receiver early and you don't know what's going to happen to the running back. So I don't know. I mean, you should have Brees Hall or ETN there to, to if you've got to take a stab at one of them, you might have a better running back than that sitting there. Aaron Jones could be, who knows, but I think you probably want to try your best to go. If it's in the confines of best player available or really close, go wide receiver and running back. I would try and go balanced if it's okay. me. 
and you got to wait on the quarterback. Don't go quarterback early in that in that format. Eighteen is a long time to wait. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll go with the 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 wide receiver running back. But I I can't really. It's going to be really hard for me to predict what's going to happen at that point. So there's not much I can tell you other than than the guys you hear me talk about all the time. Like James is saying, yeah. if Javante's there, I doubt Javante will be there. Like the hype is getting too big for him to be at eighteen. He's going to go like at two point one, two point two, two point three. Maybe start climbing into the bottom of the first round, but no one, no one should be taking him in round top of round one yet. Take advantage. All right, media. Anything else? All right. Uh, no, that's all. All right, call in anytime, media. Go follow Forty Nine er Media on on IG. Later, man. Uh, okay, this question here from Chris. Chris, I appreciate you. Thanks for the content, Smitty. Would you take Team A or Team B? A is Jefferson, Adams, Higgins, Etienne, Mitchell, Waller. Team B is McCaffrey, Swift, Brees, Hall, Keenan Allen, A-Rob, Pitts. That's so hard to even like fathom. Okay, Jefferson and Adams and Higgins, absolute fire wide receivers. You got Keenan Allen, A-Rob, and Pitts. Running backs, you have Etienne, Mitchell, Waller. Tim Mitchell, Waller, McCaffrey, Swift, Brees, Hawking, and Allen. I'm pretty pretty sure I'm taking the McCaffrey side, bro. I mean, I love Jefferson, but uh, let's see. Swift. So the best player on Team One is Jefferson. The best player on Team Two is most would say McCaffrey. The best player on Team Three is Adams. The best team on Team Two or Team One is Adams. The best. Player on team two is Swift. Then it's Higgins versus or ETN versus Brees Hall. Then it's Keenan Allen versus ETN. And oh God, I don't know. What do you guys think on this one? This is this is really tough. What team do you like better, Team A or Team B? I feel like there's pros and cons to both, so I don't know. I mean, it all kind of comes down to Mitchell. I mean, Keenan Allen and, and A-Rob are actually pretty good wide receivers. But they don't hold a candle to Adams, Jefferson, and Higgins. But you have you have Swift and McCaffrey, which kind of overwhelm the running back side at the same degree of Mitchell and Etienne. Yeah. Give, give me the Swift side. Give me the Swift and McCaffrey side. Keenan Allen has the potential to be in the top 10 wide receivers. So, and A-Rob could be top 15. Pitts is better than Waller. Give me, give me the McCaffrey side, but but it makes you think. It's I mean it's very very tough. But but uh, Chris, you still here? Appreciate you, Chris. Derek says Team A. It's kind of mixed. That's tough, man. It's really really close. Okay, uh, I got to go to B-Man's question from Terry. B-Man, are you here? I appreciate you, B-Man. Let's get to Terry's question. Rock out. Hold on. Rock out sent us something. I say, hi, my name is 
Hi, my name is Hi, my name is Javante Season. Hi, my name is Hi, my name is Hi, my name is Javante Season. Atta boy, that might be the new one, Rock Out. That was straight fire. Look at Rock Out just dropping fire constantly. Terry. Smitty B Man ask Who B-Man. are wide receiver sleepers after round eight. After round eight, B Man testing my my uh memory here. Let's pull up a set of rankings and try and look at like uh, an ADP. And that will give me a little bit better um, accurate list of guys I can just sling out to you. So let's go to ADP consensus data. And let's say, let's go to wide receivers. Actually, let's go overall. So we're talking eight round range, eight rounds. So eight, uh, what is that? Eight times 12 is uh, about 96. So 90, let's go to the 90. Let's go to the 85s. Let's be a little safe. Let's climb up to, let's climb up to 80 just to give you a good like buffer in case one of these guys slips in. Elijah Moore is going at 77, roughly overall. So if he falls into this territory, he's going to be probably the number one guy. Or St. Brown obviously won't, but I just want to mention it if St. Brown for some reason is there. I had a guy yesterday, my uh, good buddy, does a, he's a, does has a Niner show, uh, Mike. And Mike, Mike literally told me that St. Brown was on waivers after the draft. So you just never know. You never know. People are drafting with sometimes with, uh, like I said, in, like we've been saying all show, a nursing home. Um, and people don't know what time it is. So Elijah Moore, and then once you get down to like, after like Bateman's gone, and you start seeing guys like Drake London, I'm not like a super big fan of redraft. Ayuk at 96 is is literally right at that eighth round, turning into the ninth round range. Um, not a fan of Robert Woods. Christian Kirk is decent. Alave's decent. Claypool, maybe not. Maybe Pickens is the guy now. So I would actually say Pickens around here instead of Claypool, and I was I was pretty you know I liked Claypool kind of a, a lot walking into the earlier part of the offseason and even to like recently. It's Pickens time to change directions. Pickens looks phenomenal. Pickens is the guy. Sometimes a guy steps up out of nowhere, and and it's not like he came out of nowhere, but it was kind of unclear whether he was gonna, there was going to be room for him in this offense. But there will be room. He'll make room. He'll shove everybody aside if he has to. Pickens is a grown man. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like it gets really dry after that, bro. George Pickens, you know, Tolbert. I kind of like Tolbert in Dallas. Dotson in in Washington. Um, and and Dubs, Dubs, Dobbs, Dubs. We call them all different different names. Dubs, Dobbs, Dubs. Smitty Cable from Discord. Nico Collins. Comment, yeah. You have an issue. With Hubert or Eckler combo on draft day, you have an issue. Issue with Hubert. I don't understand. Let's repeat. Let's replay that. Smitty Cable from Discord made a comment. You have an issue with Hubert or Eckler combo on draft day. Hubert. Hubert and Eckler combo. What are we talking about? Let's see here. Eckler. Herbert. Oh, do I have an issue with drafting? I'm thinking like Khalil Herbert he's talking about. Do I have an issue with you drafting Herbert at quarterback and Eckler? I got you. I think that's what he means. I don't mind that. 
I don't mind that because look, you know how I, I say my favorite cuff is Burrow and Jamar Chase. Straight fire. Win a league stack. My favorite stack in fantasy football. Video coming out on that probably today or tomorrow. Eckler's the receiver. You know, he's the equivalent of Jamar Chase to Hubert. So give me Hubert and Eckler all day long. The only thing is Chase costs you a first rounder. Eckler costs you a first rounder. (laughs) Hubert costs you a fourth rounder. Burrow a six or seven. So it's a little bit nicer. But Herbert Eckler is fantastic. Fantastic. Love it. And this question has been on screen for a while. Smitty, what do you think of this team? Swift, Javante, Andrews, Hall, Metcalf, Burrow. Yeah, I love it. Top top five team no matter what. I don't even have to see the rosters. Danny Gray, Jeb. Get ready for it. Danny Gray season. AJ and Hertz is awesome. I agree, Conklin. Fantastic duo. Uh, Terry, you, you actually said it just fine. I, I just took me a minute to understand what... I was thinking Khalil Herbert or something, and I have an. Do you have you have an issue? I'm like, I have an issue. Why do I have an issue? What did I do? <laughs> but, but I get you, <laughs> Hubert. Love me some Hubert. Terry Roberts is on patrol today. He's he's in the chat helping with questions, moderating. Uh, Silver's in here doing the same thing. Terry. Silver Rapture. I'm in there, big dog. You know I'm in there. Just two big dogs standing side by side. That's a Rottweiler and Pitbull. You know we're about to get it. The only thing that concerns me, we haven't heard from the the Bruce in several days. Let's actually call him on IG. The Bruce, That's really worrying me. Uh, where's the Bruce? Let's call him out. Let's just find him. Where's he at? The Bruce is loose. There we go. Let's dial him up. Um, we're calling the Bruce. When I don't hear from the Bruce in like three or four days, I start to worry. I start to panic. It's not even going through. It's not even connecting. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. Not pick it up. No answer. Where are you, Bruce? We're worried. Left him a voicemail. And where's Denny? He's, He's Denny. Denny. 
Denny. I don't know. I don't know where Denny is. I don't know where the Bruce is. It's like, it's like my children are lost. All right, guys. That's about it for today. About almost a two-hour show. How do we keep doing this? It's supposed to be an hour show. It's never. It's almost always a two-hour show. We're live Monday through Friday. Oh, I got a super chat from... uh, Two super chats. Ron Navy. Are you still here, Ron? Show extended additional two minutes. Ron Navy and Jake. Jake says, thoughts on Patriots low ADP Parker, Henry, and Myers. I'm not drafting any. I I hope you're probably a Patriots fan, so don't take this offensively, but I don't want to own anybody but Ramondre Stevenson. That's it. I don't want to own anybody else. Nobody. Patriots are a black hole for fantasy, in my opinion, this year. Sorry. Ron Navy did say... Uh, have an awesome, relaxing rest of your day, Smitty. Don't tell everybody I over... Oh, that's old. This is the new one from Ron. Sorry. Ron says... Rock out, extending it two more minutes. Show extended additional two minutes. Ron Navy said, just because I subjected the whole chat to me singing, okay, back to the hot tub, I go... Drinking beer. Attaboy, Ron Navy. Appreciate you, Ron. Ron's the man. Ron's always the man. Collusion's the man. Appreciate you, Collusion. And Rockout Super Chat says, Smitty, Graveyard Chat. Don't make... Take a lap. What's going on here? Who this guy, Smitty? He think running backs 27 and a half are 40 years old like they're useless like they are hoopty like they run down too many miles so they can't move but let me tell you something they can still get A to B and still get a TD but all jokes aside it's all good (laughs) rock out rock out doesn't stop uh, let's see here. This is another song we got here. Do you smell it? This is Javante's season. We don't, we don't need, need no reason. reason. We come rumbling, stumbling, stumbling in the end zone. Touchdown. This is rock out as well, right here. It's Javante's season. Is that Derek Lincoln right there? Who is that right there, that voice? See me running the field for a Bronco victory? You don't even know me because you didn't listen to Smitty. Show, show extended additional to James Conklin dropping another extension. James Conklin says two more minutes and a Mexican Coke. What's for dinner? Uh, what's for dinner is thank you, James Conklin. You are the man. All right, let me leave that super chat up. I uh, I got a steak sandwich. I ate half of it before the live stream. Literally, with 40 seconds left before the live stream started, you actually saw me walk out. I put the plate out there. 
I scarfed half of it down. I still got half of it left. Derek, are you in that song? I thought you were in the song. I can't remember everybody that's in here. The Bruce is loose. Remember this one? We don't play this one anymore. Let's see who we who isn't here lately. OU Where's Where's OU Kirk? Austin. Austin Silver Brothers. Terry Roberts, please report to the front stage. D2 W Prayers up for D2. Passed away. Tony. Mendoza. Bender, where are some of these guys? If you want your name mentioned in this song, all you got to do is drop a fourteen ninety nine super chat so Smitty can identify you and drop you in. Get your name in the intro song of every Tuesday, Thursday show. It's a blue button. Uh, live again tomorrow. Yeah, we'll be live at some point tomorrow, but I got some other videos that I'm mom. dropping. Um, I'll be dropping a number of, of things this weekend. So best strategies, uh, my favorite trade draft pick strategy. We better, we better kick in something else here. Get a free 30 minute phone. Anyway, uh, appreciate all of you. Johnny dropping another super chat. Johnny wants to extend the show, and we will let him. Show extended additional two minutes. Johnny boy, appreciate you, Johnny. Johnny says, 12-team league. PPR, Eckler, Javante, Herbert, ETN, Mike Williams, Cooks, Bateman, Elijah Moore, Stevenson, Komet, Hooper, Warren. I love it, bro. Very, very good good team. Um, My suggestions would be, you know, obviously try. I mean, it's hard to have better wide receivers than that when you go a strong quarterback, double RB and triple RB. So Mike Williams and Cooks is actually, actually pretty good. Bateman and Elijah Moore. Stevenson, um, my advice to you is you can't really trade anybody right now. There's nothing to trade. You got to let Bateman gain value. You got to let Stevenson gain value. Once those two gain value, maybe you can couple them with the Cooks to get a little bit of a wide receiver bump. Um, 
but it's really good. You know, those wide receivers, those are better wide receivers than you should have given Show ends in one minute. you have those running backs, those three running backs, and Herbert. Hubert. Um, get burrowed neck deep, bro. Yeah, get burrow. Get burrow, baby. I will be posting this on the Discord. Come join the discussion. Yeah, if you guys want to be in the Discord, like the new photo, Terry, looking sharp, pal. If you guys want the uh, Discord link, join the Discord. Let's see. Here it is. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. You have show ends oh, in 10 literally 10 seconds. I got, I got the song for you, Closing Time. You ready? Oh, hold on, hold on one second. Who, who is this, first of all? Uh, this this is Kelly Loco. I got the Closing Time song. Okay, but, time ho- the closing time. okay but hold on, hold on. Is it your original song? This is my, I wrote it for you. Okay, let's hear it, go. Wrote it for the show. I mean, okay. it's based on closing time, though. You know? Yeah, as long as it's not, it's your original uh, music. Well, you can't play it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's no music. I'm just singing words. Perfect. I'll do a freestyle. Let's go. Freestyle. Drop All it. All right, here we go. <laughs> Cali Loco. <sighs> closing time. Round one is almost over, and Javante is coming down. Closing time. I picked up Najee with pick seven, and Swifty is still around. I know you want Javante two in round two, and I know you want to snipe me if you can too. But my pick two is coming up quick. Javante season is near. I know Javante's season is near, and Javante is almost mine. Javante's season, season of Javante, season of Javante, Javante's season, Javante's season, done in round two. And now my season of winning begins. That's, hey man. That's some dedication right there. That that was long, bro. You put some time. How long did you put into that? How much time? I give you the full song. You know what I mean? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I got more verses. Yeah, I know. I bet you do. I that's enough. I bet you do. Hey, drop it anytime. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. anytime you want to call in and, and spit some bars, the door's open. We got we got about four or five mu- musicians uh, now on 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 uh, on the uh, on retainer here, so. Um, can right. si- can... yeah, I, I like my karaoke, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, heck yeah, man. So yeah. Di- dial in. We need, we need this once yeah. a week. And, and I like Javante. I, I, maybe. It, you yeah, said Kelly Loco? Uh, yeah, okay. Kelly Loco. All right. That's me. All right, man. I called you about, I called you about Ramondre, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want him on the space shuttle. Yeah. Or the space shuttle. You know, the guys on your bottom row, yeah. those could be like your test pilots. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, maybe maybe should be down there. Hey, man, I think I think Ellen, you know, somebody might grab some some talent from the show, so you just keep bring, bringing it, bro. You never know. You never know who's watching. All right. Uh, all right. Appreciate all you, right. man. Later. Hey, thank you. thank you. That's Kelly Loco. Kelly or Cali Loco? I don't know. I think you said Cali Loco, but... <laughs> dropping the dropping the fire 
All right, I'm out of here. Appreciate you. I'm going to be hearing that in my in my head for the next hour. Guys, get over to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Get your lifetime membership, your bold predictions, your one-on-one text advice. Make sure you click the link, Underdog Fantasy, below. Panic Chamber number uh, episode one, part two. I still have to get the part two out. Coming very soon. Best trade strategy video coming soon. Let's go. We're going to tear it up this weekend with the content. Probably see you tonight. Usually do hang out with you on Fridays. I don't know if it'll be mock drafts. It might be a Q&A on the streets. We'll see. Talk to you all later. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get, get braced. Smitty, Smitty, you're not hearing me. I don't know a lot about fantasy football. I know everything about fantasy football. Woo-wee! You know? <laughs> <laughs>